You're listening to WBCALP 102.9 FM, Boston, Boston's community radio station. Hello, hello. You're listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. And I'm telling you, it's starting to get warmer. You got to kind of sense the climate, your surroundings, the things around you. Well, I have a guest today. Uh, Her name is Denise Hollis. And uh, we've been friends for a very long time. And I asked her to jump on so we can kind of talk and encourage you today about uh, self-care and just being able to rest in the Lord and being able to know when you're when you need extra support and help. So, hey, Miss Denise, how you doing? I'm good, Sister Michelle. How are you? Today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, once again, tell me where you're located, where you're from. I am in Bowie, Maryland, which is Prince George's County, uh, 15 miles from Washington, D.C. Oh, wow. 15 miles. That's not bad at all. Well, no. Boston welcomes you. We want oh. to draw from your wisdom. Is that all right? I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to our conversation. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, uh, tell me, what do you think are the benefits of self-care and how it relates to the Word of God and helping people to not give up? Wow, that's powerful. A powerful question and so timely because so much is going on and people are coming out of two years of isolation and trying to figure out how they fit and how to become social again. And there's a lot to manage. And so for me, starting the day with God and ending the day with God really sets a tone. Um, And I'm understanding more and more that it's my relationship with him and his word and my faith in him that really makes a difference. Wow, that's great. That's a great answer. So, I mean, I I can also concur that starting the day off with God uh, is makes the difference. I mean, it just sets the day, you know. Um, if you're feeling heavy or concerned or about things and issues, it definitely lightens your load. And one of the challenges that I face um, right now in this season is I'm really trying to press in to spend quality, quiet time with the Lord without, you know, my own distractions. You know, forget about the phone and all those other distractions, but just in our quiet time. I can be in quiet and still mm-hmm. distracted. Uh, And so I'm working (laughs) on that piece and on that focus. And um, I don't know. I I just started this, this, all of a sudden it just came to me that if I can take high blood pressure medicine every day, I'm going to take communion every day. Because the supernatural power of what it was intended for. And it causes me to, I mean, it it reminds me of why I'm doing it and who God is. And it causes me to let go. And I'm telling you, I really begin to feel the presence of the Lord. Amen. In a more in a more meaningful way. And that's, I don't want to just do religion or church, but I really want 
to have mm. a meaningful relationship with God. And and that like and nobody can know that that's what's happening, right? Unless you say it. But right. that's what I'm working on. Not not the performance, not the duty or because it's the right thing or because we get fearful and we don't want to go to hell, but I'm like, "Hey, I really want to mm. figure out this this intimacy part with God and nobody can really can instruct you in it because it's it's your relationship. It's it, you know, and it's almost like if you're married out there, if you want to have a good marriage, then you're going to have to spend that quality, intimate time with your mate or you're going to have marital problems. Right. You know, so, so that's my challenge, Miss Denise. Wow. You know, it's so exciting. I, I mean, hearing that you're choosing the communion, that common union with the Lord on a daily basis, that's such a, a heart place and when you're a- asking about self-care and the importance of that uh, I've been talking to a couple of friends and we've been talking about the importance like when you fly in an airplane and they put your mask on first and what we came to was that we do put our own mask on but too often we're trying to put masks on adults when in fact they're directing us to put masks on children and that was a conversation I had just the other day, and it was such a burden. It just kind of moved a brick, if you will. <laughs> Amen. It, yeah, it's just like we can pray for other people and, and want for other people, but it's so important for us to want for ourselves. Yes. And I what self-care is. I matter as much as someone else and the people I care about. And God loves me, like he said in the word. And it's just an amazing um, journey and experience to really get to know him intimately mm-hmm. and said without the religion, with the relationship focus, uh, no performance and no have to. I want to and I get to. I want to and I get to. Powerful words, you know. And I know uh, a lot of there's some people who are listening, Miss um, Denise, who kind of frustrated, giving up on some, you know, goals that maybe the Lord put on their heart to do. And mm. they're giving up because they're so busy focusing on um, putting on other people's masks, as you said, mm. and, and you know, and not really looking at the details of their life. Now, now, why you do that, that's something that you got to check in <laughs> with yourself and, and examine. Mm-hmm. Um, are you doing it to fulfill something or to kind of feel a false sense of, um, uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, duty or, you know, um, sometimes we don't do things always for the right reason. Amen. You know, it's to fill ego or to satisfy flesh. But um, in essence, God isn't going to ask you to do something and it destroy you in order to get it. Absolutely. Can I add to that a little sure. bit, please? Because coming from my, uh, I'm a baby boomer, and coming from my generation, my grandparents were our primary caregivers. And one of the focuses that they instilled in us kind of, um, one of the things that I learned and have been practicing most of my life, and I'm choosing to change it now, is that you do for others and you get your blessings when you get to heaven, which for us, my six, the six of us who 
had the gift and blessing of our grandmother's care, we didn't understand that it was okay to include ourselves. Yeah. So for years, my right to be here, my, my right to be here was measured by my service to others. Yeah. And one of the things that I have begun to do less maybe is ask why, because why for me puts a little bit of pressure and it, it just brings a, a piece of energy that doesn't move me in the direction of where, and while I understand what you're saying and I don't disagree with you, what I'm practicing is when I feel a certain way about a yes or even giving an answer to yes or no, I think checking in, like you're saying also, checking in with, first of all, giving myself permission to think about it. I don't have to answer you yet right now. Right, right. It itself would challenge in a, in a work in progress. So I have time and the right and authority. Sure. To say, I appreciate the, the request. I need time to think about it and then give myself as much time as I need and be honest about whatever, as I pray or think or meditate, be honest about what is real for me. And for us baby boomers, I'm recognizing that that's a practice, like any muscle, we have to strengthen it. Absolutely. And it's, it's, uh, it's a process. And we can't do it alone. We don't have to do it alone. We're not supposed to do it alone. I, I keep saying that Jesus sent his disciples out two by two. He didn't send them out alone. That's right. But so, so many of us are used to the isolation from whatever reason and source that we forget that just like we are willing to help others, we need community. We need fellowship. And I read the scripture this morning that iron sharpens iron. That's right. And that's people who want, love us and see what the scripture said in the version Bible, that they see who God is in us and wants for us and will encourage us and correct us. And I think we need to really revisit the village and the community and reestablish it. Yeah, this latest um, challenge uh, in my life, I wouldn't be able to overcome it without the village, without the mm. community, the community mm. support. And um, and I think through it, you learn a lot of things like how to, um, you know, just ask for help, receive. Mm. You know, a lot of what you were saying is people uh, have a hard time of receiving when it's their, when people are trying to give unto them. And um, and that false sense of strength, like, you know, um, and another thing, too, sometimes, Miss Denise, is you don't even know, you're not even aware sometimes exactly. that you're not yeah. even, you know, that you're, it, it, that's your way of being. You, like, yeah. sometimes you're not even aware of it. But okay. um, I'm reminded of this in Matthew 11 when he said, come unto me, mm. all you that labor and are heavy laden. Mm. He said, yeah. and I will give you rest. So I want to kind of talk a little bit about, you know, um, what that l might look like, you know, mm. and maybe unpack this in the from the Word's perspective. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, just, okay, God, what is God's kind of rest versus, <laughs> you know, um, what people could be doing now? And then oh. he also instructed us to take my yoke upon yeah. you and learn of me. Yes. And a lot of times we don't really know God, right? Mm. And so, so therefore we're putting on us more than what he's so, asking. Because he said, so I'll give you no more than you can bear. 
Hallelujah. Right? And so, so it's, you know, he said, For I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. <laughs> and like right. you said, because we were raised with such a, you know, a, dr- a driving, you can't rest, you feel mm-hmm. guilty if you do, or, you know, um, <clears throat> for whatever reasons why we were trained that way. Um, I'm learning now. I, I have to take a moment, Man. you Amen. know, and, and I feel better when I take a moment. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I think a lot of people's, um, you know, and, and, and like I say, our show every week is, you know, don't give up. Giving up is not an option. Like, don't make that your first priority to just throw it down, but mm-hmm. take time to reevaluate. And yeah. um, maybe you're not, um, maybe you're, you're heavy laden. But you're not allowing the Lord to give you that rest. So let's speak about that a little bit. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That ministers to my soul. Mm-hmm. And I thank you for that. And the part about the laying down the dreams. Wow. I, I am such a believer that everybody on the planet, uh, according to Jeremiah, agreed to a purpose before they were in their mother's and the gifts of God, his calling upon our lives, he doesn't change it. Right. And while we get older and there are different things that we think we can do or can't do, I'm, I'm reminded of when you go to the gym and you want to work out and strengthen a muscle, you're not going to go beyond what you think you can do. But people who hire a coach, mm-hmm. Holy Spirit coach, thank you. And the way you're going. I lean on that and trust ask miss <laughs> rochelle mm-hmm. come on you're gonna make me holler <laughs> <laughs> yes indeed you know and then, uh-huh. i may just want the dream piece and i i'm meeting younger women who are so beautiful and so in need of affirmation and community and village yes. if you will and and for I'm an older person, thank God. And so speaking to the younger women about what is it that you've always wanted to do? What were you thinking? What did you love to do when you were five and six and seven years old? And what has been on your mind to do your entire life? And people will automatically often say, I don't know. And I have to challenge them and tell them that's not true. And I'm so sorry that life has been so hard that it's afraid it, that we're afraid often to own what we know. But when we're talking about self-care, we're talking about taking on his yoke and we're talking about resting in him and trusting him and getting to know him. He is indeed the father <laughs> that mm-hmm. he never had. He indeed is the caregiver and the dream maker. And he is our source. And so often we've made ourselves or something or someone else the source, married or not married. And our our challenge is to become aware. And only in that space of quietness and stillness will we learn to hear and recognize his voice. Yes. And discern his voice from the enemy's voice and the lies and the habits that we've practice most of our lives sure yes i i mean it it makes me just have to take a breath right there like mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. there's a lot of um reconfiguring that we need to do mm-hmm. like reconfiguration it's like you know 
Yes. <clears throat> it's like, wow, that's not working. Let me try something else. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I want to read that same scripture um, in the message. Okay. And, you know, um, and it says, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Mm-hmm. Come to me. Get mm-hmm. away with me and mm-hmm. you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Wow. Walk with me. And work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Um, (laughs) Just reading and hearing scripture and I've begun to write it down. Yes. I begin to write it down Powerful. because my rabbi said that whatever you say comes to you and whatever you write comes through you. And I mean to tell you the new uh, challenge that I've been presented with is to start memorizing scripture. Mm-hmm. Because back in the day, we used to memorize scriptures and and when we memorized them when we found ourselves in that rock between the hard place the scriptures come back to us and we get to stand on a solid rock yes and so um when you're talking too about the time with him i know again my generation uh once we get done working and retired tv recreation and entertainment become the focus of our day and I think (laughs) that if we would again start our day and end our day with the Lord and ask him to show us and help us to trade how we're using our time yes with him he would be so glad and so happy and so pleased and the fruit of that choice ooh, Mm, yeah yeah Ooh, and we got to talk out loud to ourselves sometimes because yes. these habits are are real and they seem unchangeable and impenetrable, but it's not true because it's a thought and every thought can be changed. You and, know? and time is a commodity you cannot get back. Yeah. Once yeah. you spend it, it's gone. You can't Come get on. it back. Money, you might can get it back. You can Uber or do something, you know, invest mm-hmm. money. You can do a lot. But time is not. So where we are putting our time, we need to evaluate that. Where we're putting our money, we need to evaluate that, you know. So when you look through your checkbook or you look through your, um, your you know, your accounts, because now you have your account online, and you look, where is most of my money going? And that, it's ma- you're making a statement. I think a lot of times, too, who, we're not really being honest with ourselves and how we perceive ourselves may not be where, when we look at our checkbook, Book, where's your money going mm-hmm. to? When you look, mm-hmm. look, you look at your day, your time, where's my time mm-hmm. going to? And just correcting those things. And I like what you said in terms of, hey, I can go before the Lord. Lord, help me. And that's something I think I'm going to incorporate in my day, you know, when I'm doing my morning time. It's like, how do you want me to spend my time? Like, I think mm-hmm. I'm saying that, right? Like, subconsciously, like, because mm-hmm. I do want to live a life that is truly um, God ordained, you know, in every step I take and, and be mindful 
of the things around me and not be so in a rush and be so narrow. Oh, I'm doing this. You know, we're so focused on what the, the agenda that we have set for that day that we lose sight of the of the butterfly or the person mm-hmm. um, sitting at the bus stop that looks worried. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think that's where ministry is taking off. We're start, we're, we're not doing the little, mm-hmm. the little things, the detailed mm-hmm. things, you know, that mean mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, someone you might not have noticed in church or at work and just give them mm-hmm. a call, you know, mm-hmm. they don't, you know, sometimes we say, you know, if you need something, let me know. Well, you know, they need, they could use a little change. A little coffee money, a little something, you know, and and that goes a long way that, you know, it's like um, we don't know everybody's love language, but listen, uh, uh, just taking that time um, is is means something in this busy world that we're in. And so I don't want to not. um, Yes, absolutely. Yes, sure is. Right. Mm. Yeah, it's like I might can't go okay. and um you know I have a a, a friend a sister in our church her I think cousin or a family member uh mm-hmm. is very ill, you know, very mm-hmm. ill like um and so you we of course we can offer prayer, but mm-hmm. you know you can send some Poland Springs water. You can send some, you know, like yeah, you know just something to make the day easy and to let that person know um, I love you, you know, and Amen. one of my favorite things is a gift basket because at this particular mm-hmm. store, I don't know if I can say the name of the store on the radio because I might be promoting it, but uh, <laughs> but they have beautiful gift basket of mm. fruit and the way they lay it and cellophane it, yeah, you know, and so, so um, or you can be creative and do something. But so maybe that's mm-hmm. a task we can do this week. Uh, think about somebody who you might, um, okay. you know, uh, need to encourage or um, but. Miss Miss Denise, before our time is up, I, I'd like to just encourage some the young people um, mm-hmm. who um, are sometimes uh, run off and yet don't mm-hmm. have the plan. He mm-hmm. said, "I know the plan that I have for you, right?" And yes. and I think about, wow, I'm, I may want a house, but I can't run out and get the materials until I've really sat down and constructed a blueprint on how we think. We would like it, right? And then you go work towards the blueprint. And I think sometimes people have visions and goals, and and by all means, you you must, right? Mm -hmm. He said, because people without a vision, they'll perish. Mm -hmm. But what would you say to those young people, young women, single moms who are struggling, who are at the verge of giving up? Let's speak into their heart if we can. Amen. Amen. Well, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just lift these women up to you because you know them by name. And we thank you that as older women, we ask you to forgive us where we have not been kind, where we have not been thoughtful, where we have not demonstrated the love of Christ to them. And we thank you that you know their needs. And Sister Rochelle, what occurs to me is that I really do, on behalf of the women in my age group, ask our younger women to forgive us to forgive us for judging you, forgive us for judging you and putting labels on you instead of loving you and coming alongside you to help you bear your burden. And forgive us for not being in consistent prayer as God has called us to be. And in your choosing to forgive us, you're actually forgiving yourself. And in forgiving yourself, the Holy Spirit, the power of God that is in you. And if he's not, you can invite him in. Call the women in the church, somebody that you know 
is not perfect, but whose desire is to please God and walk circumspectly, as the word says. And understand that in that place of wanting to give up, that Mike Mr. Shell said, you can stop and breathe and stop and cry out. You can stop and ask for help and know that your source is God, your source is the Holy Spirit. And that whatever your dream is, if you've seen it, in the mind of God, it's already done. But as Mr. Shell said, you have a responsibility to write the vision down, commit it to God, ask him to help you make a plan, and hopefully you have, can do that with an older person and someone who's doing what you want to do. Because, again, I've learned that you can learn two ways, by mistakes or mentor. Choose. Wow, that was so powerful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yes. I love you. Yeah. And yeah. For what you're doing and this, this resource that you're providing, it's priceless and so valuable. God bless you. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, you know, um, you know, the, the thing about it is, is that there's a disconnect between the church and reaching the people. And um, like like Miss Denise said, we didn't do it all right. But I think as we get older, we figured a lot of things out, and now we are trying to walk out our new experiences in the Lord. Now, you know, I mean, Miss Denise, I've done it. I've hit every committee. I've, you know, from ushering to you name it. Uh, mm-hmm. We've done it all. We've served mm-hmm. well. We went. I mean, I, everything that I signed up for, everything running. And then when I didn't feel like my church was doing enough, I I went and visited places and was constantly on the go until mm-hmm. I had to come to an understanding that the Holy Spirit is with me. He's, he's in me, and I, I I felt that I was at one season a, an anointing junkie. I just felt like I had to be in the presence of God and the anointing of God, and I just didn't know how to get there myself. Mm. And so I looked for anything that seemed supernatural, anything that seemed—I I wanted to gravitate to the mm. people who appeared as though they had met God. Mm-hmm. That's what I mm. wanted. And mm-hmm. there was something that you said in that. You must find the people who are doing what you want to be doing. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you go and glean from them all the wisdom, receive Amen. from them all of the love. Amen. Amen. Well, we want to encourage you, young people um, <clears throat> and old people, because it's never too late. I was, I was talking to somebody. They wanted to go back to school and they were Amen. 63. And I'm like, well, four years is going to go by whether you in school or not. So sign up and, and see what God does. Amen. Amen. Well, Miss Denise, we just want to thank you for coming online, sharing your love, sharing your wisdom. Once again, everyone, you're listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. Have a great week. God bless you. We'll be praying for you.